The stories and debates you are about to hear are shocking, gruesome, and disturbing. To avoid fainting, repeat after me. It's only a podcast. It's only a podcast. It's only a podcast. Take as much as you can stomach. And now, on to today's feature. Good evening, boils and fools. Join us as we search for the king of the monsters! Hey everybody, welcome to the King of the Monsters podcast. The podcast that's not going to hurt you, we're just going to bash your brains in with trivia and other great things. I'm Executioner Joe. And I'm Spooky Lukey. And today we're going to be talking more about the King of King going on to the next round. That's right. And speaking of uh, King of King, who, uh, who wound up winning the first round of that? Well... This wasn't too much of a surprise, I don't no, think. No, I don't think so. I don't even know why I asked. But, Let's uh, just go on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Pennywise got 50.7% of the vote. Oh, man. That's so, a landslide. Yeah. Carrie came in second with 30.7%. So she she actually did pretty yeah, good. Yeah, pretty, pretty respectable. Kurt Barlow, 16%. Okay. <laughs> and the reason I'm kind of chuckling is I'm looking at Isaac's. Yep. <laughs> 2.7%. I'm, yeah. I'm glad he got some votes at least. <laughs> I don't know. I was uh, part of me was hoping that he wouldn't just because I just because I would have thought it was funny. Yeah. Uh, but for a long time there, he was hanging out with just one vote, <laughs> and so I it uh, kind of made me chuckle a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And Carrie, I don't know if you noticed this, but Carrie kind of started out winning. For, yeah. for a while there, and then sure enough, you know, once all the kids got out of school, yep. they voted for Pennywise. <laughs> um. Anyways, we, we got a couple of different comments regarding uh, Pennywise, or not necessarily Pennywise, but uh, the King of the Monsters podcast, or sorry, Stephen King round of it, I should say. And uh, first one was from Horror Amino, from a guy who calls himself Galaxy Video Max. Cool, cool. Sure, that's his real name. Yep. Uh, he says, for me, it's either Carrie or Pennywise. And while Carrie is more sympathetic, I find Pennywise to be more interesting. He's a fun character to deal with, and I like a lot of his quotes. And then he goes on to say, beep, beep, Richie. <laughs> so, yeah, kind of echoing some of what we were kind of saying about Carrie being kind of the most sympathetic yeah, definitely. out of there. So, if, yeah, I I thought I'd re- uh, mention that. And uh, then our buddy Yuan. Again, Yuan's back. That's right. This is going to become the Yuan show because <laughs> we're going to just mention one of his comments every episode. But he... Uh, he put, I just recently finished reading Salem's Lot. I finished, I assume that when he says I finished reading Salem's Lot, he means the book, not the movie. Oh, you know, uh, subtitles, uh, I guess. It could have been, it could have <laughs> been, yeah. But, and he says, I gotta say, it's a breath of fresh air after watching dot, 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 bunch of dots, twilight, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. So, uh, yeah, um. I don't know which one I like better between <laughs> Just kidding. We all know which one we like. I was well, like, our views were like about better. to go to zero that quickly. I know. <laughs> Still better than Twilight. <laughs> but anyways, uh, that's uh, that's all the comments I thought were 
worth bringing in. Yeah, so, so. thanks for commenting again. Yeah, yeah, be sure to keep up your streak, Yuan. I think I think you've got like maybe four or five episodes where you've got comments in them. So. Yeah, and they're always good or insightful, I that, think, that's overall. Right. So thank you. So keep them coming. And anybody else, I feel bad for, for saying uh, – keep them or not necessarily for saying keep them coming but for always reading you wands because sometimes i'll get some from other people that have never commented but they'll be like a book it'll be yeah so long that it's like oh man you i just have to paraphrase them yeah it's like i can't i can't bring that in or sometimes i've had ones where people have literally said the exact same thing that we put in the in the episode that we said so it's just yeah. like oh, i don't necessarily want to completely repeat ourselves true but anyways yeah so joe you want to just jump right into it? Yeah. So, and this, should I name off all the people that we're going to go through real quick or um, just start out? Yeah, let, let's just start out. Okay. So, our first contender is Anne Wilkes from the film Misery. That's so, another right. character that could be potential queen of the monsters. Mm-hmm. A movie based on my favorite state, Missouri. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so, the film came out in uh, 1990 and uh, was an hour and 47 minutes long. And the novel came out in 1987. Oh, okay. So a little bit of a break between yeah. three years or whatever. I've noticed with a lot of his books, like some of them get out right away, but other ones like just a few years and they're out. Yeah. Well, and, and some of it might be that they're waiting to see how successful the book is. Yeah. Whether there's a demand for an, ad- an adaptation. See, now I think they're just like trying to dig through all of his stuff. I know. Yeah. And then redoing a lot of his stuff too. Yeah. But. So uh, it had a... I think I had the budget. Well, it, the box office made sixty-one million. So, oh, okay. and the budget was twenty million. Twenty million, yeah. That that's uh, that's pretty good. And I, I want to say, I I should have researched this more. But didn't it get like uh, some kind of award, like an Oscar or something like that, or nominated maybe? Possibly. I wouldn't be surprised because uh, Kathy Bates is the actress. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she got nominated for something too. Yeah. I and I I want to say I just. I, I won't say that it was nominated. I won't even say it won anything, but I, I just, I think that there was a lot of hype around it, especially at the time. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, what, what do you, th- what do you think about Misery out of curiosity? Um, I think it's a really fun movie. Like, I think this is like, a actors or authors or famous people's worst fear. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. <laughs> Getting captured by your biggest fan. Yeah. yeah Cause okay. Here's where, uh, Here's where my misery starts. <laughs> Out of all of the different movies on this on this list and the last list and all the Stephen King lists we've done so far, this is the only one I have not seen. And it's not that I don't want to see it. It's just, for one thing, I haven't seen it on any streaming services. Yeah. And generally, there's other movies I want to buy. And I'm, I'm not a man made of, of money. <laughs> I mean... The listeners might think I am from my elegant voice. They they probably listen and think, "Oh, that sounds like a very proper gentleman." Oh but, yes, uh, I'm sure. But uh, no, that that's not quite the case. Uh, but I I do know some of the basic things, such as as you were saying, you know, it's a obsessed fan captures a writer. I mean, who would have thought in a Stephen King story <laughs> a writer being the main character? Yeah. Anyways, though, and then she. She didn't like the ending to one of his books or something, right? Yeah. And so she's like torturing him, trying to get him to rewrite it. Yeah, because uh, he's got it. Like he goes up into, I don't know if it's like the mountains or whatever, stays at a specific hotel when he writes. 
and he was driving back. He only has one script with him or whatever, like manuscript for the book. Okay. And uh, he's driving back because he's finished the book and everything and uh, ends up crashing. And she ends up reading the manuscript and she starts out liking it and then (laughs) gets to the ending. And the, I guess this movie's been out long enough. I don't want to spoil too much, though. No, no, you can go ahead. I, okay. I've I've heard a lot about it, so I'm sure because misery stuff is from the book he's writing, however, and he, she ends up being killed off because he wants to be done with the series. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think so I've heard yeah, that. so she's very angry about that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I wonder what the Game of Thrones fans would be <laughs> doing if they caught uh, what's his name, J.R.R. Martin, George R. G. G. George R. R. Martin, I think, or G. R. R. F. And anyways. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I So, as I mentioned before, I, I can't really talk about this movie too much personally, from, from personal experience. But I will say, uh, we, we have a, a, a friend of ours that I, th- I think is a listener. For a long time, he would share our, our posts a lot on Facebook. His name's Bart. Um, Joe knows him. Yeah. I, I know. I, he's, he's, a, uh, he's been a good friend of mine since elementary school but anyways i can still remember being a teenager um yeah early teens and going over to his house and his brother was i don't know maybe 10 years older than us and his brother was kind of an edgy guy i mean he's cool but like he was into a lot of uh, more like aggressive music than I was used to, which wound up being a lot of bands that I like because I know he liked like the Misfits and Rob Zombie and bands that I love now, but at the time seemed scary because I was a twelve-year-old, you know. Yeah. But but anyways, I was looking through their movies one day, and they they had quite a few different horror movies and stuff like that that his brother owned. But I can still remember seeing Misery, and saying something about it, and Bart Bart being like, "No, no, we can't watch that one." <laughs> Maybe like what, what? What do you mean? And he's like, "This is the only one of these movies that my brother refuses to watch because he says it's too much." Oh gosh! And so for a long time there, I kind of, I and I, I haven't seen it, so it hasn't really gone away. But I've kind of had this idea of, oh yeah, it's pretty, just because like the whole torture concept yeah. is, is well, pretty heavy. There's one spe- scene in particular, like most people, like if they talk about this movie, it gets brought up. Yeah, you want to mention it? Sure. So uh, he tried escaping, like, and she found out. Okay, and so, and you guys are I'm hearing about this for the first time. Yeah. So let's so, let's and, hear it. Uh, his legs are already kind of I think repairing from like broken bones or something. But okay. uh, she goes and gets a sledgehammer. Oh no! And like I don't know, remember how she like props it, and then she swings. And oh, <laughs> it's the leg. Really? Yeah. Do you see it breaking everything? I, I believe so. Oh my god! I remember. Okay, I see. I see why then. Yeah, like that gets me, gets my dad. It's just, it's a shocking scene. Yeah, must have been like the original Saw, kind of <laughs> like, just pretty much torture, torture porn or whatever they call it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't have too much to say about this. Do you? Um, other than like, this may be one of our most like demented yeah. characters so far. Like just. She's a crazed fan, but like from what you kind of learn from the movie and stuff is she's killed other people who have kind of really like, 
she didn't like in her life and stuff. So other people she was obsessed with, or just like people in her family, uh, like people she worked with who she didn't like and stuff like that. Really? Huh. So it's really interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I have no reason to see the movie now because it's all been spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, sounds really interesting. I, I definitely have to seek that one out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and another thing, I mean, we already mentioned it, but I, I just the fact that Kathy Bates is in it. Yeah. has made me really want to see it just because I, I love her on uh, any of the roles she plays on American Horror Story pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Stuff. If she didn't get an award for this movie, she she deserved, she deserved one. it. Sure. Yeah. All righty. So next up, we have Jack Torrance from The Shining. Oh, yeah. So what, 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 do, you, what do you think about Jack Torrance, Joe? Okay. And like with Jack Torrance, there's two actors who have played him. We got the famous Jack Nicholson. Who? Well, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Yep. There. And then uh, Steve Weber, which I've actually seen him in other things, just not off the top of my head that I can think of. Really? Because okay. I recognize him. Yeah, and that was on. I I assume on that Stephen King's The Shining. Yep, that the was miniseries. Closer, okay, closer to the book. Okay. Yep. But most people, I think, think of the Jack Nicholson. Yeah, one. yeah, I, I think so. And I, he's. Definitely an interesting character, especially in that movie. It has Jack Ness Nicholson playing him like as a crazy madman. Yeah, well, Jack Nicholson is just an... I mean, he's one of those actors that can elevate most things that he's in. Which I, I just... Just the other day... This is weird. Uh, I, this is pretty unscripted, but my mom and I were just having a conversation about Jack Nicholson. Oh yeah. Cause I, Cause I think we were talking about the newest, the, the Joker movie that came out, Yeah, which I haven't seen. So it's, any, it's pretty good. Yeah. But anyways, uh, we were, we were talking about it and I, I mentioned to her that he hasn't been in, been in anything for a long time. She's like, Oh, well he's really old. So I looked it up. He's 82 years old. Oh really? Yeah. And I don't think he's been in, in anything since like 2010. Oh, okay. But anyways, so, sorry to, sorry to, Oh no, that's interesting. So uh, the uh, the movie with Jack Nicholson is like two hours and twenty six minutes. If you watch the miniseries, I think they cut it into three episodes, and that take you about four hours and fifty five minutes. So about five hours to watch it all. Man, talk about misery. Just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> and then um, the novel came out in nineteen seventy seven. Oh, I was gonna guess seven. Oh wait, the the movie came out in seventy nine, right? Uh, I wasn't paying I got attention. 1980 for 19, the movie. 80, okay. And the mi- miniseries came out in 1997. Okay. Now, I was, for some reason, I was going to guess 79 when you were saying the book. Oh, but, okay. Um, and that this was uh, Stephen King's third book, which I don't know if you knew that, Joe, but yes, it was Carrie, Salem, Salem's Lot, and then The Shining were his first three. That's a solid three books. I, I know it is. Yeah, if if those were the only three books he had ever written, he would still be known as a horror genius. Yeah. So yeah, just kind of speaks to his legacy, and so I kind of have a an interesting relationship with this movie. Okay. Uh, so first of all, some of you may recall on our episode zero, I mentioned that this was one of the first horror films I ever saw. I can't remember which one I saw first. Whether it was Rob Zombie's Halloween. Or Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, okay. but it was it was one of those two. I think I saw Halloween first, like I think I saw Halloween on like a Friday, then I saw The Shining on a Saturday. Okay. If if I remember right, but uh, I, I could be wrong. Don't have the best memory anymore. 
But this is also, I kind of teased it on the, the last ep- or episode, whatever, <laughs> King of <laughs> King, round one. I had mentioned that there was only one uh, Stephen King book I've ever read and I didn't finish. Oh, boy. And it was The Shining. <laughs> and all I, all, I'm, I'm, I don't want to disappoint too many people. Joe, I think you probably, I think you may know this story, but I was in high school and it was pretty much right after seeing the Stanley Kubrick movie. And I, I'm an avid reader. Like I read the original Frankenstein, the Mary Shelley book in like two or three days. Like I, I just plowed through it. But uh, with The Shining, I was reading it for like some kind of like book report. And I can still remember the teacher being like, that book reports due really soon. And I had 30 pages left, 30 pages left in this book. And I could, I was like, I can't bring myself to read it. So I'm just going to, I'm turning it in. I I could not finish it for the life of me. And on like a Stephen King worship, you know, month pretty much is what we're doing right now. I I don't want to bad mouth the guy too much, but I just, I'm not that big of a fan of his writing style. I'm, I'm a fan of a lot of his movies, a lot of his uh, concepts, a lot of his creations, but yeah. a lot of his books, I he's, he's a little bit too, uh, he's got a little bit too much filler, I think, in his right for for me personally. Oh, okay, like he'll he'll spend like six pages describing a room, and the room's like doesn't really have anything too big of a deal. I yeah. I don't know. It, but anyways, so there's there's me with The Shining, at, but anyways, so do you have anything <laughs> to follow that up with? <laughs> Well, uh, I think a lot, one of the, like, because there's a lot of things yet used from this movie and, like, references and different sure. things. But I think one of the biggest ones is when he's at the bathroom door with the axe. Oh, and, uh, yeah. And he's like, here's Johnny. Oh, yeah. One of the best. And that, that was that was a uh, ad lib or whatever. Yeah. Like, he, he just kind of did that on the spot. And it's one of, in horror especially, one of the, one of the most uh, remembered, I guess, quotes i think from from any yeah i would say so any movie. and and uh we talked last time about stephen king's it how you know one of the most famous scenes when people think about stephen king is that scene with pennywise you know in the the gutter yep uh talking with georgie i think that the here's johnny is maybe i don't i don't know if it's just as high, it might not. It might even be higher on that list. It would probably be for me. And Stephen King didn't even write that part. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, what do you think about Stephen King not liking Stanley Kubrick's The Shining because it's kind of like his in yeah. some way? Well, I I can I can see kind of why. Uh, just because anytime you're a creator, you're kind of protective about whatever it is that you've you've made. Yeah. And not only that, but. I'll give you a really short example. I, I'm a big comic book fan, as as Joe knows. Like I, I love comic books, and I can still remember seeing The Dark Knight for the first time and being disappointed because I was like, it's not anything like the comic books. Mm-hmm. And so now I've kind of reevaluated it and seen it more, and I appreciate it. But it's hard to separate the original of anything with some kind of adaptation, especially one that takes – uh, creative license and uh, makes liberties with it. So yeah, and just a fun fact is, me and Spooky Lukey have been to the hotel that inspired The Shining and was used in the miniseries. Yep, the Stanley Hotel and and 
Colorado. Yep. You've been to it twice now, right? Three times. Three times? Okay. Yep. When, once with you, once with my family during a day tour, and then I was just in Colorado not too long ago, and finally did the night tour. There you go, man. Those ghosts over there know you by name, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> been there yeah. so so many times. But, uh, yeah, uh, just a – which – uh, I, I guess we I don't feel any kind of uh, reason to have to plug them or anything like that. But it, I would definitely say if you're in Colorado, in Estes Park, why not stop over at the Stanley Hotel? It's, oh, definitely. It's a pretty fun place. And you know what? Another one of my favorite movies was filmed there a little bit. Oh, yes. I, th- I know what you're going to bring up. That's right. Dumb and Dumber. Yep. Yeah. Um, There's a story with Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, Carrey yeah. So if you do their tour... Yeah, yeah, or look at Wikipedia. I mean, yeah. which, whichever one you <laughs> want to do. But uh, yeah. Um, so speaking about the difference between the the book and the movie, uh, as far as The Shining goes, one of the one of the reasons I've heard that Stephen King doesn't really like the adaptation is Jack Nicholson portrays Jack Torrance as being too crazy. Yeah, in his eyes, which I kind of see because in in the book. There's some kind of repressed stuff, some repressed like alcoholism. I can still remember. I haven't read it since for like 11 years now. Yeah. Was when I started reading it, but I can still remember like a weird thing where Jack Torrance in the book had like uh Tylenol and he'd get really bad migraines and it just talked about how he would just put them in his mouth and crunch them with his teeth and swallow them. <laughs> okay. Because it would get quicker. And I don't know why I remember that, but that's yeah. just a detail. That I remember because that Stephen King put in there. See, that's why he puts those details in there. You remember minutes. Well, I, I, I don't know why though. Like <laughs> that, that information has never helped me <laughs> as of yet. But I, who knows? But uh, I don't know. I I really like uh, Jack Nicholson's portrayal. So and and Stanley Kubrick's adaptation, which I mentioned before. Like I I say I like it better than the book personally. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people don't like hearing that, especially a lot of S- Stephen King fans. Yeah, I, I've ran, ran into fans uh, that does not that like the book a lot and hates the movie. And see, it, I think anytime there is like a book to movie thing, is you have to pretty much separate them. Like it's nice yeah. when the movie gets it pretty much right. Sure, but if they do kind of go off on their own thing, you just kind of have to accept yeah. it. Yeah, that's true. Well, and some of it. I, I can understand as somebody that really does take a lot of like pride in a lot of stories that I like part of it, it is kind of like it's easier to get somebody to sit down to watch a movie than it is a book. Yeah. And so sometimes like, especially if it's like something that's one of your favorite books, you're going into it and you're showing your friends like, Oh yeah, I love this thing. And then mm. if it's different, if it's not what you wanted or what you expected, and they're getting a completely different story. It's like, okay, well, you may have made them miss their only chance to experience this story. Yeah. So I, I see it both ways. Uh, as a comic book fan, I kind of have to just accept that they're going to make <laughs> a lot of different liberties. Uh, I've kind of accepted that years ago now. Yeah. But with the with a film based on like a novel or something, I feel like they should uh, – I, I understand why people go like yeah. that. So, I think we could talk about Jack Torrance all day. Oh, and yeah. If the votes go how I'm going to kind of predict they're going to go, I think that we probably will get a chance to talk to talk about him again, maybe. Uh, there's a chance, definitely. Yeah. Um, 
But I I know it's early in the game, but I'm going to put my endorsement on Jack Torrance. See, I'm between Jack Torrance and Ann Wilkes. So oh, I, think it'll be, okay. I think it'll be a close one between those two if oh, it's not. Okay, so okay. the rest of them just, who cares? Let's, <laughs> just, let's just breeze right through but, them. Hey, there could be a cult following oh. for these last two. You never know. Well, And we, we've got one more. Oh, yeah, last which, three. Which uh, we'll get to it when we when we get to it. But the, the last one is the winner of the King of the Pet Cemetery yep. bonus episode. So if you voted, uh, stay tuned for that. We're going to save that one for last because we'll reveal who won and then kind of our argument for them. Yeah. So our next contender is Christine from Christine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So the film came out in 1983. It's an hour and 50 minutes long. Uh, let's see. I want to say the the book came out the same year, right? Uh, yes, this is the one that came also came out earlier in the same year, so 1983. Yeah, because I, I read that they were working on them simultaneously. Yeah, the, pretty much. So... And uh, did did you write down who the director was of this one? Yep, John Carpenter. That's right, John Carpenter. And one of his, uh, in my opinion, weaker films, but we'll, we'll get eh, to that. We'll get yeah. to that. So the car that was used in the film is a 1958 Plymouth Fury. Plymouth. Plymouth? Is yeah, it? Plymouth. Oh, okay. Fury. It. I don't know cars. Plymouth Fury. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Re- I, I don't really too much either. But yeah, it's a Plymouth Fury. Okay. Yeah. So that's the car for the car fans. There you go. I think there were. Uh, there were there were a lot of them used. Was it like fourteen or fifteen? Used? I saw in the like trivia things that they used fifteen percent of the budget on cars. Oh, I I believe it. <laughs> but yeah, I think there were like fourteen or fifteen different cars, and a lot of them wound up getting destroyed. Yeah, because the budget was nine million seven hundred thousand. What is oh, what I found? Okay, did you have the box office by chance? Yep, uh, they made twenty one million, so they okay. made their money back, but not by like huge huge amount yeah yeah they 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 doubled it which is it's still pretty good oh definitely but by today's standards with like all the marvel movies where they like go well you know five six times over their budget i mean sometimes probably even more uh yeah (laughs) not 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 quite as successful as that but still a pretty big deal yeah especially at the time and uh so i i was kind of mentioning before they, I think they, they went through like 14 or 15 different cars. Yep. Just a, a, a kind of fun story. I think there were only two that survived at the end. And John Carpenter had the opportunity to, to pretty much take it. And he's like, ah, no, that's all right. And so they, <laughs> they had a like a sweepstakes type thing. And so somebody actually won that car. Really? Yeah. And they kept it in pretty much perfect condition and then auctioned it off in 2004. Yeah. I saw that. It made over a hundred thousand or yeah it was like it was i think it was like a hundred seventy thousand yeah so nice nice thing especially if you want it yeah oh yeah yeah i I was gonna say yeah i expected them to get more but at the same time he didn't really i don't think he spent any money to get it like if i would have won it it would be in a garage somewhere and i would just once in a while go sit in it yeah (laughs) maybe take it go to a drive-in where they're playing christine there you go (laughs) uh but yeah so what do you what do you think about christine um, interesting concept, a possessed vehicle. I think that kind of takes that to a different route. Um, 
there's one death that I wrote down where the car runs over a guy while the car's on fire. And then, like, when it runs over the guy, the guy's, like, all messed up and it's on fire. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. See, with this one and the next one, I'll just say what the, who, the, who the next monster is. Yeah. It, it's Cujo. It, it felt like Stephen King, which both of these were kind of written in the height of his alcoholism, I've heard. Mm-hmm. It's almost like he's just, uh, what, what if there's a, a movie with a, or a, a book with a, an evil car? <laughs> yeah, I'll write that one. Uh, what, what about a movie with an evil dog? Yeah, yeah there we go. And so they feel, I, I don't know, they feel a little bit, a little bit crummy to me. Okay. But but they, they definitely have their fans, though. Yeah. Is the thing. See, with Christine, though. Okay, because like I've worked and work at a mall type thing, is like walking through the parking lot. I have a fear of getting hit by a car. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't <laughs> hope some, anybody would. Yeah, but like, the, the, there's some really bad drivers out there. Yeah. So like, the idea of a car coming at me, there's a certain fear there that I can understand. Okay. Yeah, I I get it, and also something I kind of thought was pretty interesting was. Okay, so this movie came out... I think this was John Carpenter's first movie following The Thing. Okay. And so if anybody that's a a fan of John Carpenter probably knows... Okay, so The Thing nowadays is seen as one of his best works. Some people say his his best, you know, his best work overall. Yeah. Uh, But The Thing is, at the time, it was seen as like a failure. And a lot of people, especially the critics, hated it. And kind of talked about how it was... had too much gore in it and stuff. <laughs> so Christine was actually made somewhat in response to that. Uh, so if you watch it, there's not a whole lot of gore on it. N- yeah. Not a ho- not even a whole lot of uh, like horror elements to well, it. Like I was reading in the trivia and uh, someone like wrote down that um, this movie could have gotten a PG-13 reading. Yeah. Or no, well, or almost. PG-13 wasn't around. Oh yeah, yet. so it's a PG. So, so they were gonna they were gonna rate it PG. Yeah. And if you watch the movie, you may notice that there is a lot of swearing in it. Yep. And it's because the the studio is like, no, no, this has to be a an R rating. Yeah. So that people see it as like a legitimate horror movie, <laughs> and so they just threw in a whole bunch of swearing into it just to kind of bump it up to being rated R. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of kind of interesting. But I don't know. I like I, I understand that Christine is to this day, like especially for a lot of older people that were, you know, around back in what when this came out, eighty three, eighty four? Eighty three. Eighty three. I can understand why it kinda sticks with them a little bit, but it's just it's not it's not my favorite, I guess. Yeah. Uh and the fact that it's I, I mean it, it it should be, in my opinion, like the fact that it was Written by Stephen King, directed by John Carpenter. I mean, that it should have been just lightning in a bottle, is yeah. what you'd think. Well, I'm surprised how fast it got made, though, from yeah. the book to the movie. Yeah. Well, and I guess I, I want to say John Carpenter was was kind of offered either Carrie, oh, not Carrie, Christine or Cujo. Yeah. And he kind of went with Christine. But I, I don't know. It's I, I, It's got its fans. Yeah. So so if anybody's listening and they're like, oh, come on, man, you're being too hard on it. I'm sorry. I just got to be honest. I'm other just than, not that big of a fan. I was like, other than like Transformers, are there any other like movies where like there's bad vehicles? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, dang it. What the heck is the name of that one? There's, there's a really famous one 
Oh okay. man, it's 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 gonna it's gonna ruin my day. It came out in like the sixties. Okay. Uh, it's this film where there's this semi truck that's just like chasing this guy, and the movie's pretty much like a really long chase sequence. If if you can distract the audience for a couple minutes, I will be able to look that up. Okay. So. Should I just move on to the next monster? No, 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 no. <laughs> no we're, 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 we're making this happen now. Okay. Uh, gosh, dang it. Hold on. It, so, so where would you rank this in, like, John, Comper, uh, John Carpenter's films then? like That movie was called Duel, by Duel. the way. Duel, okay. Duel from 1971. Yeah, um, I want to say it was one of Steven's... I want to say it was a Steven Spielberg movie. Really? Like a really early one. I'll have to research this. Yeah, yeah. It, it. I don't think it's seen... Like, people don't really talk about it anymore, but it was a really big deal when it came out. It was originally going to be a, like a made-for-TV movie. But anyways, yeah, it, it, pretty much the whole story is... You don't know why, but there's this semi-truck that's just chasing this guy throughout, oh, okay. the, throughout the movie. Interesting. Sorry, sorry, to, sorry to cut you off. What were you saying, oh, though? no. Uh, where would you rank this in John Carpenter movies? Like, you don't have to name them all or anything, but um, would this even make your top five? My top five? Okay. Oh, is is this only horror movies? Uh, I'll let you decide on that. Because if, if it was if it was all John Carpenter's movies, yeah, it, it wouldn't. It might be in my top ten. Okay. Maybe, but like top five in no particular order: Halloween, The Thing, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> Um, Escape from New York, and uh, I like Starman a lot. Okay. I, I like Starman. So no I, shame I guess, there. Yeah, well, I when I was really young, my grandma, uh, that was that's one of her favorite movies. So I watched it a lot growing up. Anyways, okay. but yeah. So next up, we've got Cujo. Yes. Be, I, I before we talk about him though, I gotta ask who let the dogs out? <laughs> who? Who, who who just kidding <laughs> anyways and you just got his copyright straight <laughs> oh, oh no <laughs> just kidding i'll, I'll, I'll let you go ahead and so give cujo us is just like christine but in his own form from cujo wait, just, wait what <laughs> so cujo is from cujo that's what the movie's called oh okay i i see what you mean <laughs> same with carrie being from oh carrie. yeah 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 and the pet cemetery being from pet. pets. Yeah, that one doesn't work. That one doesn't yeah. work. But yeah, yeah, go on. But uh, yeah, that movie came out in nineteen. I also have from nineteen eighty-three, so same year as Christine. There you go. And then uh, the novel came out in nineteen eighty-one, so a couple years before that. Mm-hmm. And the movie was two hours and forty-four minutes long. Wait, 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 say, say that again? Two hours and 44 minutes. Are you sure? That's what, It was three hours long? I don't remember it being that long, but... Oh, man. I, I mean, you, you could be right. I've got no clue. It's been a long time since I've watched Cujo, but I remember, I don't know. I Yeah, I... It seems long. It, it seems long, but I thought it was because the whole uh, last act was pretty yeah. claustrophobic. Um, So, Cujo... As I mentioned before, the height of Stephen King's alcoholism is when he wrote this. I want to say he said in interviews that he doesn't even remember writing this book because <laughs> he was so addicted to alcohol and I think even cocaine. Like I think yeah. he was I think he was using cocaine at the same time too, just trying to get as many books out as possible and kind of just numbing himself in the process, I guess. But uh, what, what are your thoughts on Cujo? 
the Beethoven with an attitude. Yeah, he's a St. Bernard <laughs> for people who may not know. Big dogs. I mean, they could potentially be scary. Yeah. Well, the, the Beethoven movies have kind of ruined the scariness <laughs> factor for me. But, I mean, Cujo's threatening enough yeah, on the like, movie. Yeah, like, anytime a big dog, like, barks at somebody, they're usually got some type of fear. Yeah. Them. Well, and Joe, I, th- I think Joe kind of knows this about me, but dogs make me nervous. Yeah. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of dogs. I was attacked by a dog when I was uh, maybe five or six and ever since then i've i just have a hard time trusting dogs and so i can understand why people would be afraid of cujo uh despite me you know kind of making fun of him a little bit ago yeah and this movie had a five million dollar budget and made 21 million at the box office so made a decent amount for what they paid for it yeah so just out of curiosity which which one made more christine or cujo Um, let's see Cujo because it had less of a budget. Okay. Oh, okay. Because they made about the same amount of money. It's just Cujo was made for less. That's right. Instead of having to buy a whole bunch of Plymouth Rage, <laughs> was that what they were? Plymouth oh, Rage? yeah. Anyways, a bunch of instead Furies. of having pure Fury, same, same <laughs> thing. Instead of having to buy a whole bunch of cars, they just had to buy a bunch of Saint Bernards. <laughs> <laughs> just they just let them all go. They put them in the pound after they were done filming. <laughs> I was gonna say they could have bred them and sold them, and yeah. they're like this, the son of Cujo. Or yeah, they could have, or they could have given a bunch of dogs away in different sweepstakes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of opportunities there. Oh yeah. Uh, anyways, if you think about it, so Cujo, for anybody that's that may be wondering that hasn't seen the movie, Cujo is a, is a dog. He's you know a, a part of a family. Yeah. And he in the very beginning of the movie, he like sticks his head in like a little hole. It's like a cave type thing and a bat bites him on the nose. Yep. Gives him rabies. Rabies. <laughs> and he kind of just descends into doggy madness. And the last hour or so of the movie is a lady and her son are trapped in a car and yeah, the dog that, wants to kill them. Yeah, pretty much. See, that's like it takes a while for them to get into the car, I think. But like once they're stuck in there, I think that's what most people remember is them being stuck in that car. Yeah, which I don't know. It, it feels uh, okay. So I, I'm kind of mixed on it. Okay. Because in some cases, like the whole claustrophobic thing really works. And like when I was kind of thinking about this movie last night, I was thinking about Jeepers Creepers two for some reason. Okay. And you know, on Jeepers Creepers two, there it's a school and they're all stuck on a school bus yeah and it's like kind of their attempts to try to get out of the school bus but the creepers just kind of picking them off one by one cujo kind of feels like that to me except for a little less exciting for me personally okay see this movie wouldn't work nowadays probably or they'd have to make the excuse because this lady would have a cell phone and just call yeah somebody and be like there's a dog that's right she'd pull out her phone no bars <laughs> <laughs> just gonna yeah I, yeah i don't know and if if you think about it this could have been a perfect opportunity to have christine versus cujo like if they would have <laughs> run into to you know christine the yeah. car could have been you know cujo could have scratched the paint job and she yeah. could have freaked out and turned against him so what would, would, would do you have any other kind of thoughts on cujo too much uh. 
once like I I think I need to revisit this film. It's been a long time, but it also looks like it's a long film. Yeah. So I have to find the time. Yeah, I I don't know. We'll have to look into that after cuz that, that just doesn't feel I mean, it, you're you're probably right. It just doesn't feel right to me. Yeah. Especially just because as a uh like growing up, it doesn't seem like there were that many really long movies, especially in the 80s. But I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I just Googled it now. Two hours and 44 minutes. So Let me, let me see. Let me see. Yeah, look at that. Let me He's see. getting visual confirmation. Two hours. Hold on. Let me. That might be like the extended. Extended directive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because on IMDb, it says an hour and 33 minutes. Oh, seriously? Yeah. They extended it that long? I, I don't know. But it said an hour and 33 minutes on IMDb and on Wikipedia. Because we all know they're reliable. It says 93 minutes. Ooh. I told you, man. You, you need to look into man, that. Maybe go- maybe they had somebody try to read the book as fast as they <laughs> could, and that was the record. See, I just Google it, and usually the first... How could that movie be extended that much? I, I don't know. I, somebody must have gotten the stats wrong. Yeah. How long did you say it said it was? Two hours and 33 minutes? 44 minutes. 44. That's what it said. So. I, yeah, I, I really don't know. I don't know... Uh, I'll have to like double check and my sources. Who knows? Maybe there was a mini series or something too. That I I, I mean I I don't know, yeah, but maybe there sure. was that made it. But anyways, yeah. I, when you said that, I was like, I don't know, man. That doesn't <laughs> sound right. Um. So anyways, any any more thoughts on Cujo? No. You think we're good to move on? I think we're good. Okay. So our next contestant, we're gonna keep this one relatively short. Uh. But it is also the winner of our King of the Pet Cemetery bracket. Yep. So before jumping into that, I figured I would go ahead and kind of read the results from that. And this one, this was a kind of closer bracket. Yeah. Uh, then I know at one a lot of our point I saw that two of them were actually tied for a while. Yeah, and, and a lot of them were really close. Yeah. So coming in at last place is the Wendigo. Okay. See, there's not a lot of information on the go yeah. off of, and not and, really thought about too much. I don't think. And that's at six and a half percent. Okay. And then the I don't think that we ever said who we like endorsed last episode, but the one I wanted to win was Victor. Okay. And he's right, right next to the Wendigo. So Wendigo is six and a half. Victor came in at eight point one. Ooh. So think about it. He's almost as low as somebody that wasn't even in the movie. <laughs> well, how messed up is that? Uh, and then coming a little bit closer, Zelda at 24.2%. And we talked about that already where like, she's not, she's kind of a monster, but not a monster. Like yeah. she scared people, but yeah. And then, it would have been interesting if she would have won though. Yeah, it would have. And then at 29%, we have church the cat. Man, we could have had cats versus dogs. I know. Yeah. Yeah. We could have Cujo versus Churchill. And then. At 32.3%, we have the kids, so Gage and Ellie. See, we should have had, uh, gone a step further in who people liked more, Gage or Ellie. It gave them an advantage putting them together. Uh, probably. <laughs> Potentially. I think, I think Gage would have won. I yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I think that since they fit kind of the same role in the story. Yeah, they kind of like, need to be, but. Yeah. And plus, like, like I said last week didn't have enough slots on the polls so. <laughs> but anyways so joe do you have anything any 
words that you had not gotten to say on the last episode for the kids? Uh, I think I talked about most of the things I wanted to. Um, like I said, kids can be scary, and they always take my lunch money. <laughs> That's right. You give you uh, bad memories. <laughs> you start thinking like, oh, no. Bad memories. That's happening at work every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I could see that as your job. Yeah. Um, what, one of the things that I don't think I brought up last time that I was thinking about, uh, actually before last, last, uh, episode was the fact that with, when it comes to Gage and Ellie, the, the thing about them that's, you know, scary in my opinion, at least is okay. So when you put it into the context of there's Lewis and the whole reason they're in this mess is because they get hit by a semi and Lewis thinks, oh, I'll, I'll bring him back, right? Yeah. So he obviously is a guy that loves his kids um, and wants to have them even if it's not necessarily the best for them, I guess, if that makes sense. True. But anyways, his, his motivations are, are good. And anyways, the whole idea of your own kid, because what's he supposed to do? You know, going against his own kid? Yeah. Like if if I was in his situation and my daughter tried to kill me, like what what what, what would I do? I mean, I think that'd be tough for like any parent. Yeah, yeah, it w- yeah, it would be tough for for anyone. And the, just the whole thought of, especially when he put it, or you know, put her in that mess. And I mean, you can you can blame it on on Lewis, you know, because. He, he's the one who brought her back to life without necessarily thinking of the repercussions. Yeah. But, I mean, even if she didn't murder anybody, like, what, what, what are you, you going to do with her? I mean, you yeah. can't put her back in school after obituaries. I, I mean. Move to a new town, get new names. I, I guess. It's just it's just a messed up situation. But just the, the whole idea, as I was saying before, your kid's – going around killing people your kids trying to kill you how do you like how do you react to that and that i feel like that more than anything is where the horror comes from this this idea i'm not a parent but you want to know how i would react oh no i don't (laughs) how would you react (laughs) the ramones have this song beat on the oh there you go (laughs) (laughs) with the baseball bat oh yeah oh Oh, yeah. yeah oh oh yeah, and that's how child services ended up I, on my door. <laughs> but hey, hey, hey! Just like when we were talking about church, though, this is like a zombie kid. Just like with oh, church, yeah. it was a zombie cat. So you can't call you know animal abuse on us. Oh like, yeah, this, they're already dead. Yeah, that's right. You can't you can't <laughs> hurt something. Oh no. Okay. I, <laughs> now we'll now we'll get in trouble for like. I don't. There's got to be some kind of crime against. I, I mean, I know that there are crimes against dead people, but there's yeah. got to be some kind of name for it. Oh yeah. But uh, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll just say don't beat up on any dead bodies either, people. Just don't beat up on anybody. Yeah. yeah there we go. Um, same with cars. Christine taught us that. Yeah. So, anyways, Joe, you got I think you said that you kind of got all that you had to say out of your system with the kids. Yeah. I've said. Kind of the squeeze the little tiny bit of information that I had left. We're gonna be really grasping for straws if uh, the kids win, and then we're going against <laughs> Pennywise. Yeah. But uh, 
Uh, that would be interesting too. Pennywise versus the kids. Yeah. See if they're smart enough to take him down like like our other kids did. For See, it, it would have been like in this round, people are going to be thinking like there's going to be kids versus a dog versus a car. <laughs> Who's going to win? And that's and whoever wins goes against the clown. <laughs> you know what? This is kind of like a like messed up family. Yeah. Because well, you'd have Ann Wilkes as the mom. Yeah. Jack Torrance as the dad. Christine as the car. <laughs> Cujo as the dog. Yeah. And the kids, kids, you know, as the kids. Yeah, we have a nice little Stephen King family there. There, there we go. Yeah. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> I should have used that for the opening. Yeah. That one just came to me. Yeah. <laughs> and anyways, though. So, Joe, out of... These five, you know, monsters, which one do you think should be king of the king? Well, for this round, at least. Go on to the next round. Like, I I think I might throw in with Ann Wilkes as queen. Okay. Yeah, I I can see that. Like, it's going to be tough. Jack Torrance, I think, is going to get a lot of the votes. Yeah. And then there's Dr. Sleep coming out, so it's going to get fresh in people's minds. Okay, yeah. But... See, the only thing is, like, I, I, I'm kind of thinking, not only for this, but also ahead a little bit, because I just don't know if Ann Wilkes is as big as Pennywise, which I don't I don't know if any of them are. Yeah. I, I really, see, I... I think Jack Torrance would have the best shot. Yeah, yeah. and and being known, at least. And The Shining is, out of all the movies we've talked about so far in King of King... I know that I mentioned that Pet Cemetery is my favorite like overall story, but yeah. Stanley Kubrick's The Shining is a masterpiece. Yeah, and even people my favorite who movie aren't into horror it. films call it a masterpiece. Yeah, so I I would be kind of hard pressed to really want to vote for anybody else. I I feel like a lot of times if I see a clear winner though, I kind of root for who I don't necessarily think will be the clear yeah. winner, unless it's somebody that I really like. Mm-hmm. But uh, in this case, I, I, I just want to see Pennywise lose. I want to be proven <laughs> wrong. So I want ja- I'm, I'm going to go put all my chips in with Jack Torrance. Yeah. And uh, hopefully hopefully he at least puts up a good fight against Pennywise. Yeah. I, I don't know if it will be as close as our Freddy versus Michael fight. But I'm hoping yeah, it's close. I, I like to see it when it's like neck and neck. Yeah, it makes it a little bit more interesting. So we kind of went with that. Uh, and I, I mentioned what my favorite one of these movies is. What what do you think is your favorite movie Ooh. out of these? Um, it'd be between The Shining and Misery. Yeah, I again I've never seen Misery, yeah. so I, I can't really vouch for it. But I think I've seen Misery more than The Shining. Really? Okay, so you've seen it enough times for both of us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it is a little bit shorter too. So okay, makes it a little easier. No cucho. <laughs> So, yeah, I'm gonna have to look into that on why. Yeah, yeah, why it says that long. That's yeah, that's very strange. Because uh, I didn't remember it being that long. I just went with the number I saw. Well, yeah, that's why when you said it, I was like, I, I was like, I knew it felt long because the ending with the car felt felt yeah. long to me. Well, because I was watching clips of it just to kind of because I didn't have time to watch the whole movie. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it did take him a while to get to the car. So yeah. I was like, oh, it must have just been because of that. But. Well, yeah, because there's a lot of stuff with. Uh, D. Wallace's character on it, you know, she's having an affair, and yeah. the, you know, there's there's a lot of 
almost like soap opera drama type stuff before the whole Cujo part. So which one do you think as a character though you like the most? Not necessarily endorsing. Like which one has the best story? For for character story. Yeah. I mean. Hmm. I if if you're not sure, I think I'll I'll go yeah, ahead and go say ahead. mine. I I personally think that the best you know, personal story for any of these is probably actually Cujo. Oh, okay. And the only reason I say that is because uh they, I feel like they tried to convey this the best that they could in the movie, but there's not really a, a great way to do that. But in the book, so Cujo, he, he's a good dog. It talks yeah. about how he has the holy trinity, his own holy trinity, who's the mother, the father, and the little boy, <laughs> uh, who he loves, who he pretty much worships, and he's got this rabies, and he do, he can't under, he's a dog, he yeah. can't understand why he's driven to kill these people and at the end he you know kills all these people and it talks about the guilt that he feels and how he feels like he can't go back to his owners because he's afraid to hear the words bad dog (laughs) and i'm like even i'm not a i'm not a dog guy by any means but that that right there it's i do feel there's something to be said about that whole animalistic thing of i don't know what's going on but i have to kill but anyway so, so that's mine okay um hmm i'd maybe go with either jack torrance or ann wilkes again but okay um what like i know pet cemetery just got a remake and you haven't seen misery but out of the other ones which one do you think would do best if they did do like a remake or a mini series um ah oh man which one what I care the least about, <laughs> uh, man, I really don't know, because I I wouldn't want to see a remake of The Shining personally, especially yeah. if I mean we we already have the one, I I I think the Stanley Kubrick one, it's already as good as it's gonna get. Might as well not touch it. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand about Misery, I haven't seen it, but I under I from what I understand, it's really beloved. So again, don't touch it. I generally go with movies that I feel like could be improved upon. Yeah. Uh, Pet Cemetery. We just mentioned already had one. It'd be. Do you think it needs another one? <laughs> I I don't think so. I and both both of them are fine. Yeah. Like if somebody were to tell me that they preferred one over the other, I'd I'd be like, okay, yeah, sure. Um, I don't know. Maybe Christine. Okay. Maybe. Do you think like? updated effects would improve it any or no i i like the practical effects yeah i i just i don't know like <laughs> that's the one that i i feel like i care about the least yeah and which so, is like you said surprising because john carpenter and yeah Stephen yeah King. and, and that, that's another reason why i was kind of having my reservations okay here we go give john carpenter the chance to remake it okay and just tell them to make it less boring, <laughs> and, and we'd have a movie. Yeah. So yeah. What about you? Um, I was thinking the same, but like I don't know. There's only so many ways you can kill people with a car. Yeah. I guess they can, they can get kind of creative. I'm sure, but. Or or we could go with my idea before and have it be Cujo meets christine but you don't find like you think it's cujo that you're watching mm-hmm. and there's no hints at it within anything you know throughout the 
trailers or anything, but it just turns out that the car just comes alive when <laughs> Cujo scratches it, and it's just a battle to the death. Okay. Speaking of which, I, I will mention it just really quick, just because I don't think we have any time. Or, it, well, we might not have a chance to do it again, but I guess Cujo, the book, and I don't know about the movie. I can't remember what the movie, but the book was set in, in uh, Castle Rock. Oh, okay. Which is, you know, Stephen King's little fictional town that a lot of them are connected to. Yeah. I want to say it was like maybe Christine or one of them was also. Yeah, I think it was Christine because John Carpenter, they filmed like in the same area as like Halloween or something. Okay. I read that in the trivia, if that's an IMDb, so who knows? There you go. So it was filmed or it was supposed to take place in Fraggle Rock. <laughs> Bring it. My my wife hates that I always call it Castle Rock, <laughs> Fraggle Rock. Even like the new TV show, I always call it Fraggle Rock. Anyways, I think that's gonna do it for us to, uh, today. Joe, you got anything else you want to say to the people? Um, make sure to check out our Facebook page and give us a like and maybe review us yeah. on either Stitcher or the Apple Podcast. Yeah. Can you review people on Spotify? I really don't know. Okay. I, th- th- I, I don't own a uh, computer or a laptop, so I'm sh- you might be able to write some kind of review there. But I... Anywhere you can leave us a review, <laughs> oh, go ahead. Yeah, it, it helps for sure. Like well, a five-star would help or give us some, like, uh, what is it? Uh, if you're going to give us criticism, make sure it's good. Constructive criti- criticism. Yeah, constructive there criticism. There you go. Uh, or, and, you know, just give us five stars. Just I don't care if it's five stars and it says it this show sucks like you can do that i don't care but uh anyways yeah so i think that about does it for us we'll talk to you guys next time Bye. Pasta with pasta.